What's up everybody, this is Dan from The Greatest Story Ever Played, and today I'm going to talk about the sixth issue of the Life is Strange comic from Titan Comics. Before I get into the recap, I just wanted to say up front that this has been delayed a little bit because the comic was delayed getting on Google Play, which is where I've started to get the comic once it went beyond the first four issues. Uh, I stopped buying the physical ones and started getting the e-copies, but it didn't show up for like a week for some reason, but it is back up, so... That explains, uh, I guess, the delay. So, with that, I guess I'll get into the recap of issue six. So, the issue starts off with Chloe finishing up her commission um, in the garage. Then we hop over to Rachel at the dentist office, uh, talking about how it's expensive and she didn't have money to pay for uh, extra procedures, that sort of deal. While she's leaving the dentist office, she sees an influencer friend who's having a party, like uh, streamers and, you know, all those kinds of people are going to be there. And she says, Rachel, you, Max, and Chloe should stop by and, and come hang out with us. Uh, and Max uh, is waiting outside the dentist office and kind of hears this invite as she goes. Max says, hey, just so you know, I'm not going to go to a party like that. And Rachel says, I'm probably not going to go either. And Max is sort of surprised, and Rachel says, Yeah, I think that, you know, Chloe has just kind of changed me. That is the kind of crowd I would want to run in, in before. But now that I have Chloe, she's, I don't know, kind of changed some of my views on things, and, you know, that she's sort of my anchor, so to speak, and has really changed my life. And um, I'm not full on into that sort of deal like I was before, or whatever. Uh, Rachel also reveals that having Max in her life has changed her too. She said that two years ago that she'd felt threatened when Max had shown up. Uh, she was like, you know, just knowing what you and Chloe had, that friendship, that connection from the past. When you showed up, I was uh, I was a little jealous. Like how you know Chloe more than me. Chloe feels other ways about you that she doesn't about me because she's known you longer and your pastime and all that stuff. And Max here is, like, uh, pretty surprised. She's like, what? You threatened of me? Like, uh, it's kind of like a world changer for Max in a sense. She, she could have never pictured Rachel being able to be jealous of her or maybe anyone being jealous of Max. It seems like her self-esteem is fairly low uh, as a character in the game in general. But, you know, I, it seems like some of that was still there. And she's like, oh, like, you really? Like, she's surprised by that. Uh, they're talking in the grocery store while this is happening, though, and Max sees uh, the guy in black uh, who stole the tip jar uh, at the coffee shop, and Max is looking at him, and Rachel's like, oh, do you know that emo kid? And Max is like, wait, you can see him? And she's like, yeah, what? He's just some emo kid. And then that guy steals uh, some stuff and runs out of the shopping mall, or the grocery store. Max runs after her, and Rachel no longer can see him, it seems. And she's like, Max, where are you going? What are you doing? And so Max is chasing the guy down the street, but evidently she's the only one who sees him at this point. While she's running, she kind of runs into a guy, but the mystery emo kid in black actually ran to the guy first, but then Max like kind of got there, and he thought that Max ran into her or something. So it was kind of weird. And so Max is like, okay... I lost him, and she's like, ah, I give up. And then the guy, like, shows up behind her, and he's like, stop following me. I don't care what you want. And the guy's nose is, like, bleeding a little bit, and she's like, get out. And he, he just tells her, leave me alone. We then uh, flip to at home, and Rachel and Chloe are talking, um, 
and they're w with Max, and they're expressing their concern for her. Like, this seems weird. Like, you just ran out of there. Like, I was worried. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, and they're like, yeah, they're they're expressing those concerns. Max is like, yeah, but the the guy in black, like you saw him, Rachel, and Rachel's like, yeah, whatever. And Chloe is kind of like, I didn't see him in the shop, but I like believe he was there, kind of thing. So they like believe Max about the guy in black, but they're kind of like, I don't know, it's just some homeless kid or something like that. It's not a big deal. And Max is, of course, uh, conflicted by the time stuff. So we can see that Max wants to tell them about the powers, but she feels like she can't. Uh, if I share my stuff about the powers, like that would be bad. Max then kind of yells at them, and she's like, I want to tell you about it, but I can't, and just kind of storms off. Um, Chloe and Rachel then uh, discuss Max more, and they're both concerned. They're like, this isn't like her at all. Uh, Rachel says, like, ask Chloe, like, have you ever seen her do that? And Chloe says, no, I've never seen Max act that way. And then Chloe says that she doesn't feel like this is the same Max that she knew. Uh, that there's something different about her. It's not, it's not exactly the kid she knew from before that she used to be friends with which is uh interesting and and in that rachel kind of reassures her and chloe's like i know i need to dig deep and invest in there you know it's not just because she's not the same doesn't mean she's not my max or my friend but she can kind of sell that there's more to max than they've been revealed chloe also reveals that the artwork she's built is called the storm now uh we've got max and she's sad in her room um, and she takes out her camera and she you can tell that she w wishes she could photo, photo jump uh, you know if I could just take one shot and then go back to um, original Chloe uh, so that, that that's kind of her hope and she says this quote that really stood out to me so I wrote it down Max says I spent so long trying to fix you, Chloe. I forgot that I am just as broken. It was me who wasn't at peace. Me who couldn't accept that you might want me for who I am. But that understanding alone isn't opening a door back to you. So Ma Max realizes, yeah, just this, I, I, I did need you, I want you. It wasn't you that couldn't live with it or something like that, but it was me. and. So I thought, time jumping, uh, at the end of issue four, that that could do something. After this, uh, Chloe walks in, and she sees that Max is packing, and Chloe kind of calls her on it, and is like, oh, are, were you leaving? And Max is like, uh, no. And Chloe's like, come on, I've packed a lot of running out at night drags kind of thing. Like, you can't trick me. And Chloe kind of reassures her. She sits down, and she tells her to not run off without talking to her, to let her in. Uh, and Max says, okay, I can do that. And uh, you, you, you kind of see this, uh, this kind of bond reassured. You see Max being reassured by Chloe, uh, which is nice. Then we move over to the coffee shop uh, the next day, it seems. And Max, Chloe, and Rachel are there with Paul waiting for Chloe's new commission to show up. Uh, or, for, or for Chloe's commissioner to show up, who commissioned her art. And... We find out that this person is Paul's cousin who's coming, so that's Chloe's first commission. Uh, and Paul's cousin shows up, and it's Tammy and the rest of the high seas. 
uh, which is cool. Uh, they show up, and Max almost blows it here. She's like, Tammy? And says something about the high seas, and everyone's like, wait, how do you know that? And Max is like, oh, Paul said so. Um, <laughs> so Max realizes she almost blows it. After this, after this uh, brief meeting, Max steps outside for some air. And while she's doing that, uh, the guy in black shows up to talk to her. He's like, okay, I think I can explain stuff. And boom, issue over. So, a couple of general thoughts I have on the issue. Uh, the first one is I like Max learning about herself and her errors. So, that, that reflection in her bedroom that I spent all my time trying to fix you, Chloe, but I didn't realize that I also had issues. Um, I thought I thought this was really good, um, and in recognizing, I thought I thought this was really good. Kind of realizing herself that I'm broken. I think that she'd probably spent the previous year with Chloe in issues one through four, or yeah, I think she spent her time trying to run away from her issues or keep going forward or something like that to make it okay and not not kind of processing too much. Uh, I think it's that she just spent time trying to help Chloe process, which is good of her to do that part, but she didn't do self-care kind of thing. And then also recognizing her errors. So it, it, it seemed kind of like the way issue four ended, it seemed a lot like I'm pushing you away so you can be okay and hopefully I'll figure out how to be okay. And that she blew it doing that in a lot of ways. I know that in the issue four discussion we'd had, I was like this is a dumb solution this is a bad one and it makes sense that max max was emotion driven when she decided to do it that she wasn't really thinking about what the implications of a time jump were it doesn't seem like and and we joked about how she'd come and mess up this timeline um but i i feel like she's kind of realizing her error because it's like i i realized how i feel about chloe even more and about myself and i want to go back to her um, to my Chloe, but I also recognize I can't be with this Chloe because I care about this Chloe and this Rachel, and I don't want to mess that up. And also with these, I like I, I, I feel bad for Max too. You really, I, I I feel for her. I think that this is um, something that's done quite well. Is you you feel for Max and you care about her and you want her life to be better. And I, I hope she can time jump back to OG Chloe. Also. I thought it was pretty interesting that Rachel could see the guy in black briefly. Um, that's, I, I don't know what explains that or how time will work to explain that he was uh, occasionally visible for someone who wasn't Max. That's, that's pretty interesting and what kind of world he may belong to or, you know, any of that stuff. So that's, that's kind of cool. Last, uh, in trying to keep track of the timeline, so the end of issue four was one year after Life is Strange, the game. Because Max and Chloe went back to the Arcadia Bay storm thing. The reunion, not reunion, but um, memorial service. They were at that. That was one year ago. And then in the issue here today, Rachel said, in the two years since you come up, had come back, I felt uh, I was nervous, or I felt jealous at first. So this would mean that it has been three years since Life is Strange as a game has ended because it was one year, issue four ended a year after Life is Strange as a memorial, and then when Max jumped, it seemed like she just jumped a year, like, um, same time frame but different location. So that would put her 
one year post Arcadia Bay, but was in California with Rachel and Calif Rachel and Chloe, and then it's been two years since she saw them on the beach randomly. So it's been three years since then. So I think I think that's the time frame we've got. Uh, that's what we're working with. That it works. Like it, it's kind of weird that they're that much older. Like instead of Max being a, uh, just a senior in high school, now she would be halfway through college if she was in college. Probably 21. I'm guessing she can buy beer now. So that that's kind of interesting. That that shift, but it works. It still feels like them. It doesn't feel um feel weird. I feel like that's something that in when you have like high school characters but you have them get older, it can feel weird when they age. Kind of thing like that, but I I think that this actually worked is working pretty well having them be older and it's okay. It, it at least hasn't made it weird or interfered. So, yeah, that's a couple of my general thoughts on it. I have a little bit of listener feedback. Uh, Daniel on Twitter wrote in and said, all of these are a lot better read back to back. That's my only complaint, not blaming anyone. I think it was great. She set up a story where all the main characters are represented and you don't know where it's going to end up. My guess, honestly, I have no freaking idea. I will say everyone will make it out safe. So that, that's Daniel's thoughts. Uh, I think that that is true. Reading them back to back, I think, does really help it out. I know that uh, for issue four, when we did that, I read them all back to back. So that does kind of have me think that once this arc is over for issue nine, I might read that as a four and just buy the trade paperback that way. I might do that. I'll, I'll decide when we get there, but... That does seem like something is getting a bit more comic than the 24 pages or whatever. is is pretty cool to just get to see the whole arc go through instead of the month-by-month um, -month basis or whatever. So that, that's the thing I'm thinking about. Uh, if you have an opinion on that, uh, definitely let me know either way. Uh, that would be helpful information to have. And maybe I'll put a, um, a poll on Twitter as it's getting closer to issue 9. Uh, as what people prefer prefer because I could go either way in it but it does seem like there is something helpful about it, getting the whole arc all at once but I, I guess either way too I do want my money to go to make sure the comic keeps getting made so um, I don't know who knows with that so uh, next up is oh actually I had another comment on Daniels uh, also I agree I'm not sure uh, where it's headed, which I like a lot. And um, I think he's probably right. I think everyone will be safe. I don't think anyone's going to get hurt. Um, maybe emotionally, though. <laughs> That'll probably happen because, I don't know, you're not Life is Strange without that. But uh, I, I think that it will ultimately be is that they might all team up get Max back to uh, original timeline. But I don't know. Uh, Chris on Twitter wrote in and he said, It was a nice read. Max has some nice chemistry with Rachel, as she does with Chloe. The new character with powers looks to be a game changer too. I, I agree. I've uh, I've been really surprised. I I feel like I say this every review, but Emma Vicelli just kills it on her Chloe and Max uh, dialogue. It feels like them. It feels like the game. It it feels very very authentic. And her Rachel, I like quite a lot too. And I think it does feel like a, a more grown version of Rachel from For the Storm, which is cool. And I, I, I really like the dynamic that they've built. Um, I probably mentioned this before, but for me, usually when I read uh, fan fiction, it's almost always 
post-bay, like, canon kind of thing. So there's Rachel's already dead, so she's never in them, or very rarely. I'll occasionally read, like, uh, alternate universe ones where Rachel's in it, but, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I end up not liking her, sometimes I do. I don't know. It goes back and forth. There was, uh, this is kind of a side point, but there was one AU I read that was called I Like You a Whole Latte, and Rachel and Max and Chloe all worked at the same coffee shop, and Rachel kind of hooked Max and Chloe up, which I thought was pretty fun, Rachel being wingman, um, and kind of the fun that would come with that, with Rachel's personality, but um, that's sort of a side point. I do like Rachel a lot in this issue, too, or, like, in, in this comic series, though, it does seem like a more grown, more maturing Rachel, so she's still Rachel, and she still has her uh, her personality and all of those things, but she's tempered it by being uh, an adult, really, and trying to make it on her own, and, and the struggle of uh, trying to be doing acting and stuff like that in L.A., you, you see that in her, and that's really good, and um, surprisingly well done for really having two issues of Rachel. It still feels that way pretty well, which is cool. And I agree, this new character with powers is going to be a game-changer in some time. Maybe he's the key to Max going somewhere else, I, I, I don't know. But I am definitely intrigued to see where it goes. So, uh, yeah, that's, I guess, my thoughts on issue six. If you have other ones, uh, please write into us on Twitter at StoryEverPod, or uh, you can email us at TheGreatestStoryEverPlayed at Gmail. Uh, let us know what you think. Also, if you uh, like our podcast and like to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, that would really help out a lot and just help increase visibility uh, for people on that. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next time.